Good morning, Judith. Good morning, Sonia. Welcome to the Coach's Cup. I'm Sonia Green from SoniaGreenCoaching.com. And I'm Judith Bender. I'm uh, one of the coaches over at the NoBS Weight Loss Program. And so this morning we have, we're exploring probably one of the most important questions that we can use in our self-development. Mm-hmm. And um, this was an interesting question when I learned it as a self-development tool, because in, in academia, we use this question in research all the time. So if I am researching and writing an article um, on a specific topic, we're taught to always ask the so what question. And we ask it, um, we ask it because it's, it's relevant to your audience. So what is the importance? What, what does this mean to your audience? Why does your audience care about this research that you're doing? So it helps to keep you focused and grounded on something that's actually useful you know, and so when I learned it as a self-development tool, it's, it's interesting to me because it's really the same purpose. The only difference is instead of this outside audience, I am my audience. Mm -hmm. I am the one who's looking at the relevance Mm -hmm. of the issue and figuring out what it means to me. And you were talking about this just with a client that you had just the other day, I think. Yes. Okay. So I've been working with uh, one of my clients and she's had a lot of success in a lot of areas and we're down to, um, you know, a certain time period and she, she is making it mean, right. That she is a failure that she's, she will never lose weight. She's making the fact that you're running out of time together. The fact that we're running out of time together, right. Um, that she sees herself as a failure and that she will never lose the weight. Yeah. And like this belief in her brain is so, um, in not ingrained, but so rehearsed. Yeah. Rehearsed. This yeah. is something she practices on the regular. Of course, it doesn't come out until we're at this stage and there's panic and fear, there's Mm -hmm. worry, all the things are on board. And at that moment, asking her, so what is such a powerful tool? So what are you making this mean? Seriously? Yeah. Your brain, our our brains are so efficient. They want to work to, to make our lives easier. So if you're thinking Mm -hmm. you're a failure, if you're thinking you're never going to lose weight, well, guess what? Your brain's going to find all the evidence out there (laughs) to prove you right. Yeah. So in the, in these times when, when our, when we have a belief on board that is that, um, rehearsed, we absolutely have to go to bat for ourselves. And this question, so what are, so what, so what are we making it mean? Yeah. It, it, it startles, it startles the brain. It, it allows you to go down a different path and be like, okay, 
And what I was teaching her is like, this is where you've got to have equal airtime. Like Brooke mm-hmm. uses the example of like in a court, if, if you were on a debate team, I wish I had, I had been on a debate team. Right. So, and she, I believe she used the example of uh, like, if you were pro-life, oh, right. So if you right. had like a lot of belief on pro-life, well, then you had to go to bat for the opposite side, which I don't even know what you would call that. But anyway, pro-choice, there you go. So um, if you have this belief that you're a failure and that you'll never lose weight, well, you need to go to bat for yourself and give equal airtime and show your brain how you are not a failure, how you are a success and how you can lose weight. Because what we focus on is what we're going to get. We have to, we have to challenge the thinking. Yeah. I I love that because, um, it, it made me think that when, when I was a kid, you know, if I had, if my mom had told me something to do, or my dad had told me something to do and, or they had told me something, I've been like, so what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Lady. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're laughing because you know what would come after that. But but that's exactly what it's supposed to do. It's that startling. I think you said it was a startling question and it's supposed to shake you up, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, for the the longest time in coaching, like I thought it was so rude. I'm like, yeah, that I'm not going to be like, so what? Because it, I'm like, no, but now like it is a powerhouse. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's supposed to sound that way. I mean, not smart aleck, you know, right. you don't use it that way, but you use it to startle the brain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're, if you're thinking about it in terms of the model, I like it because, you know, we have so many circumstances that we make mean a certain thing. And other people wouldn't make them mean that. So this lady that you're talking about, she's running out of like her coaching plan is ending. Mm-hmm. That's the circumstance. There are a thousand ways to look at that. Some people might go, wow, my coaching plan is ending and look how far I've come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm graduating. Versus the fear. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you know, I, I don't. I'm going to have to walk alone. I mean, that's, it is, it's all from fear. It's all from, from a place of, can I, you know, I can't do this on my own, but that's a choice. You can. Yeah. Oh, we can. Oh my word. Okay. I'm all fired up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've had people, you know, I've had students who were, who would come to me and they're like, well, I didn't get into this graduate program. You know, I must be stupid. Really? Is that the conclusion? And right. that's cool. <laughs> I mean, hello. Yeah. yeah. It does, but our brains, like you, like you pointed out, I think that's the key to it. Our brains are so trained to do the easy thing. And it it's easy to stay. I say that it's not really easy to stay in fear. It's not really easy to accept these negativities because they pull you down. Oh my God. Well, it, yeah. I mean, 
I don't know. I'm getting, I'm getting off on a tangent here. If I am so grateful for thought work and that I have the ability to choose my thoughts and my thinking and my feelings, like who wants, I give, I give the negativity it's due time. I can see where I would think that way, but Mm -hmm. having the ability to, to uh, work through it and process through, take it to a court of law, debate it, boom, decided. All right. That it's out. Yeah. Next. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I love that debate analogy too, because what that really does is shows us that, you know, you can make a logical decision. Well, and it's stories, no yeah. matter what. Yeah. In our brains, because here's the fact. The only fact in this story we're telling right now is that she's, you know, in four weeks will be done with services with me. Yeah. But her story is long and hard. Mm-hmm. And it draws all of her energy. You know, I keep. I, I think that it's funny, the more, the longer I coach, the more I really realize that the big pay for me doing thought work is releasing all of that negative energy that pulls you down and zaps yeah. you from, and keeps you from doing the things that really make a difference in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I even remember as I don't know. I must have learned it in college somewhere. I I don't know. Maybe I made it up in my brain, but I remember knowing that energy is energy, right? It doesn't matter if it's positive or negative. It's the same amount of energy we all have or or within us an amount of energy. Yeah. So why waste it on the negativity when you can make it positive? Why do you want to do that? Yeah. Yeah, I was, um, I was talking to a group in in a challenge that I was running um, last week. And and that's what I was saying, you know, I've got I got this coffee cup full of energy. It's all I've got for the day. I get to choose where I'm going to use it. But once I use it, no more. So yeah, why would why would we use it? allowing fear and and so many times it's fear so many times fear masks itself as so many other negative emotions like anger and and you know just a lot of things but why would you do that mm-hmm. and we do get to choose we're not a victim of our circumstances <sighs> no <we're not>. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, 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 I'm just, I'm, I'm finding myself without words. Like I, I feel like I'm getting preachy here. Yeah. Like, I'm finding myself <laughs> in check. Like, wait a minute. But I think it's passion that I'm feeling. I'm yeah. feeling very passionate about this, that if we could impart anything on our listeners with this, so what, so what are you making it mean? So what are you making it mean that you have to sit in traffic? So what are you making it mean that, you know, your kid got home 30 minutes late or, or whatever? I don't even know. I'm just rattling here. Well, but that's the thing. You can use it no matter what the situation. We have a choice of how we're going to respond no matter what. You know what? I enjoy traffic a little bit more than I used to. I, I won't say I love traffic, but 
Wait a minute. You're driving? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I don't go, I don't go anywhere. I drive in Nashville every day. So I get to to school. So traffic is, is there. And I used to spend it listening to the news and getting really stressed and (laughs) you know I I was I I would listen to NPR and I'd get really stressed and I was like I can't keep doing this I was not a nice person driving you know I had a little road rage but now my driving time is my self-development time so what I sit in traffic I get to listen to one more podcast I get to listen to one more chapter of a book that's a really much better way to think about my commute every day. Right. Versus sitting there seething and angry and honking the horn. Was that you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was me. And plenty of people are still like that. And I look around sometimes, you know, when I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I, you know, thank goodness I've got, now I've got more time to finish this podcast or, you know, it's, it's just like you said, it's a conscious decision and we get to make it. So why would we choose something to draw us down? But, but we I all go there. Uh, yeah, we all do it. Yeah, we all do it because it's the comfortable place we know. It's not comfortable. Yeah, we think it's the comfortable place we know. It's, it's comfortable only in the sense it's familiar. Familiar, not, I was going to say, yeah, yeah it's, it's not that's a comfortable that's the feeling. Word. Yeah. Yeah, it's famil- a familiar feeling. Yeah. And um, the the book that, that I'm reading, I think I mentioned this, I don't know, last week or something, um, the When Food is Comfort, mm-hmm. Simon talks about how any self-defeating thoughts that come in, you know, it's good for us to question them with, so what? Um, so when we're shitting on ourselves, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what? when we're having all of these perfectionist tendencies so what when we're catastrophizing that used to be my favorite oh my goodness in my mind i thought that if i could pre-plan the worst outcome i could prepare for it that's what my brain told me I say it now and I laugh, but like I was the queen of catastrophizing. Oh, well, I'm going to imagine this ending in the worst possible way. And that way I'll be prepared when it happens. Or if it doesn't, then that's okay. I was prepared. That is such a lie. You are, you cannot pre-plan your failures or your successes. (laughs) You can't pre-experience them. So why do it? Just, yeah, (laughs) I hear you. I'm right on board. Yes. Why? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Taking it all in here. Just taking it all in. So, yeah. So, so what ultimately helps us reframe our thoughts, our assumptions, you know, I mentioned the, uh, the student who would come in and say, I didn't get into this grad program. I must be stupid. Other people have gotten in and I didn't. You know, what are, what are some other possibilities? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for me, I would say, so what startles your brain? 
if you're, if you're at a place in your life where, you know, you're making it mean that you, that you're a failure and that you've never lost weight before. So I'm going to add, so effing what (laughs) startle your brain, jump in there, go, go to bat for yourself, go put it up on up for debate. Yeah. Get some evidence, some equal airtime on the other side and show your brain. It's some bullshit you're thinking. Go to bat. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, we have to, our brains get lazy and we have to. No, they're efficient. It's efficient. Our yeah, brain- you're right. You're right. It. I mean, that, that just, yes, they're being efficient. Um, yeah, make it straight and narrow. It knows this. It knows this. It knows this. It knows this. Yeah, to solve for A, to solve for B. Yes, it, it has a yes. plan. Um, very computer-like, if you want to yes. think about it. But, you know, there's so many other options out there, but we have just been trained to follow that very efficient arrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it takes some practice. Without you know, a doubt. I mean, I hope we're not given the impression that just like yeah. <laughs> it's done just like that. No. How much time do you spend managing your mind today? Uh, a lot. A lot. A Same. lot. Yeah. Same. A question at all, mm-hmm. especially when I find myself like uh, my favorite, well, my easiest thing is when I notice a feeling mm-hmm. and I can, I tap in and I go to the feeling, find my thinking. Yes. Go straight that way. But yes, without a doubt, this requires um, conscious thinking, deliberate thinking, it pen to paper. Yes. This client, I want to just say, she started out the session by saying, Judith, you know, I don't journal and I've heard you say I should journal. And she had journaled like the day before our session. And she like wrote, read me all the things. And I'm like, you know, this is really very perfect for her. Yeah. Really perfect. Cause there's the power right there. You not, you've got to know what's in there. Yeah. No, I, I know that sometimes our, our client or our, not our clients, our clients too, maybe, but our listeners may get tired of us harping on the need to journal, but there is no other way to tap in to what you're thinking. Your brain is very efficient. I was going to say sneaky, but I will say efficient. Um, And it will not let those other thoughts out. Yeah. But something about putting pen to paper, things start sliding out through the back door. Right. <laughs> they go out your hand when and they walk. Like, yeah. Coaching, you know, showing up and, and telling your coach these things. I think it was, well, no, I'm going to say it was a very powerful moment for her. Yeah. Hear herself to uh, witness her words, to see it on paper, then to say it out loud to me. It was it was very, it was emotional and it was, and it was for her. It was, it was a good. Um... Yeah. And, and this is work that you do at every level. I was watching a, um, Brooke was actually coaching a very well-known coach. I'm not going to name any names, but, um, somebody who you would know if I said her name the other day on her business and she, she asked her, she said, what's keeping you from making a million dollars? And the coach said, well, that's a lot of responsibility. And then oh, she goes, I, that. I know. Who <laughs> I know. And I mean, she was like, 
I just said that. I can't believe I just said that. And so, yeah, it's these moments. Sometimes that's where coaching really can be helpful because we ask the so what that you may be afraid or maybe you haven't practiced enough on your own. But writing does that same kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It does it, it. It startles. It shakes things up. Shake it up shake it up. It's just, you know, it's not a different person there, but it's a different medium. And so it just comes right out there. Um, you know, we had just, we talked briefly before and, you know, free rolling here on you, Sonia, help me out. Um, we talked about how to make this like going into the holidays when this is going to drop mm-hmm. sometime, probably between Thanksgiving and Christmas, maybe after Thanksgiving. Yeah. But you know, how can our listeners use this? So what during that, you know, so you're going to Thanksgiving, and Uncle Bob, you know, I don't know. What does Uncle Bob do that? I had somebody tell me the other day, oh, I've got an Uncle Bob. And I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Uncle Bob. He's getting it with I, us this year. Anyway, go ahead. He does something that every year, and, and you're, you're kind of like waiting for it. Because yeah. you're like, eh, there's Uncle Bob. He's going to do it again. <laughs> you know, and it annoys you. You invest a lot of energy in it. It's a drain. So this year, how can you go into the holidays armed with, so what, what are you making it mean that uncle Bob says that? Let him say it. Yep. They're just words. So what? Yeah. Even if it's, you know, sometimes we, I think the best moments to examine with this question um, are when somebody says something like, oh, you think you need another helping there? Oh, what does my brain go to immediately? Mm-hmm. You know, it goes to so That's what mine did. I like, first of all, I'm like, I would, I want to, now I want to punch them out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why though? Why do you want to do that? It's none of their business. <laughs> yeah. But the real reason you want to do it is because there's some truth in your brain that you think if I'm getting a second, if I'm getting a second helping Mm -hmm. that it means something about you and gaining weight that they're only saying, they're not saying that to the skinny people. They're not saying that to the people who've never had a weight problem, but you know what? You can say, so what to that too? And, and it is none of their business. That's true. None of their business, but I'll tell you in my family, my ex, my husband's family, um, if they know that something bothers you, they're going to totally drill into that. Yeah. So it may not have anything to do with weight at all. You know, it may just be, I know, I know it aggravates her. If I ask, you know, if I tease her about getting seconds or something like that, yeah, they like so to they're all in. About, they like to tease me about being late. Now, if the truth be known, <laughs> like, I live out here on the farm and there was, there was a period where they would tell me like the, the thing was going to be like 30 minutes earlier or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we may know. have done that to a certain person in our family, before. <laughs> but that's not me anymore. And I would like to add like that nobody in, in my family. Okay. I'm going to tell a story here. So <laughs> I had my annual lady visit right yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so I always go close to my birthday. My birthday's Friday. And so since I have 
I had, this is three years in a row. My weight has been within a two pound range and like never in my life have I, right? Like I'm wearing the same pants from season to season, sweaters and shirts. I've got clothes like never in my life. Where am I going with this story? Like there is no one commenting about what I'm eating. If anything, I am the role model in how I show up in the holidays. And if they're looking at my food, it's probably because they're like, "Mm, I'm going to try to eat like Judy. (laughs) Watch how she's doing because she's doing it right. (laughs) But I mean, you know, the thing is we make it mean something and who knows what it really means. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't matter what it means to them. It only matters what it means to you. So if they're teasing you about being late, you know, if that makes you angry, then that's probably some kind of truth that you need to question. I hate that it's something I can't hide. I think that's what bothers me about it. I'm like, it's true. I am late. I can't hide it. And I'll tell them I'm doing it just for (laughs) y'all. You know, you had the chance to tell me to come 30 minutes earlier. But yeah, I think if if we want our, to leave our listeners with anything, it's use this question. Mm-hmm. Use it in your journaling. Write it out. Mm-hmm. What are these things that you're thinking that are keeping you, you know, where spinning where you are in some place you don't want to be? So what? What's it going to take to change it? That's right. You're capable of change. On it, you can you can decide a thousand times a day if that's what it takes. Yeah. And sometimes it takes a thousand times a day. Sometimes it does. And thoughts will come back and you go back a thousand. You're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. You yeah. just have to manage your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that takes me, I had, I had a client the other day who it was, it was our first visit together and, and, you know, I, I was questioning her and, and kind of drilling down and finally she said, I said, so what? And she said, I, I think it means I'm broken. Mm. And, you know, and, and as soon as she said it, she knew that that it, it wasn't even true. She didn't really, like, she knew she wasn't broken. She knew she just felt broken. Mm-hmm. But the power, I think, of, of that question to change the trajectory of your path is just, it's just brilliant. Yeah. I agree. All the, you know, maybe you've got another question. We just happen to like this one. Yeah. So what? What do you got? Use it. Get the results you want. Startle the brain. Shake it. Shake it up. Shake and bake. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You got anything else? Hmm. It's all good. All right. Well, we hope you all have a lovely holiday. I think I'm trying to remember. I don't remember if this drops right before, right after Thanksgiving. But either way. Have a wonderful holiday. Travel safely if you're traveling and wear your mask. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 
And this is Sonia Green from Sonia Green Coaching. And Judith Bender with uh, the No BS Weight Loss Program. And we'll see you next week on the Coach's Cup. <laughs>